Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I am your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown. And I'm joined by both of my co-hosts. What's going on, guys? It's your girl, Amanda. Hey, guys. It is your girl, Kim A, coming back at y'all after my uh, slight hiatus. Hey. Yeah, the scary stories were real. They scared us both. Those things were trippy. I'm not going to lie. I like things are... not for nothing. I uh, had a trouble listening to them. I was like, no. Yeah. I wish I was a part of that, to be honest. We can do more spooky vibes. It doesn't need to be Halloween for us to uh, get spooky on you. Hi, I... I'm the Wicked Wiener. We can get that spooky. If that's what scares you, then, uh, you know, by all means, we'll, we'll, we'll whip it out for you. But Quick. before... <laughs> Give me space. I wish this was a video <laughs> podcast. I wish. You pervert. I think what adds to like the flavor of our podcast is like just the facial expressions that I come out with where I'm just like, okay. Like the face I just made was my eyes were very large, right? I opened them very big and my eyebrows were raised, touching my hairline at one point. Oh my gosh. And my mouth was like... Looking like Tina Belcher's stale face. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> but you know what isn't it? What isn't it is not tuning into our other shows like the Get Comfy Lowdown and the Get Comfy Game Break. Also, thank you to everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Also, thank you for joining the Get Comfy Gaming stream on Fridays. We are not Fridays, pretty much any day. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you should expect to get Comfy Gaming stream on Twitch. So you better go check that out. Thank you to everybody who's coming out and supporting. But we got to get down to business right now because our business today has to deal with business in a way. The bidness. Not and your we're best he- segue, I'll be honest. I was just about to comment and be like, that was a, that was a fucking segue. <laughs> All right. See, I'm back on I'm back on track. Uh, you know, there, the last few podcasts, I've kind of just winged it. But uh, this one kind of set itself up. And I don't some know. Ironic- Are you sure you didn't wing it? Hey, oh. And some ironic reason. You know how Wallstar posts those questions? I have the perfect question for this topic. The perfect question. Perfect well, before question. you... you enable your perfect question we're here today to talk about our experiences as employees also bad experiences in stores in general because last weekend was black friday by the time of this recording i don't know when this episode comes out but black friday was recently grant you there wasn't that much fighting over flat screen tvs at least i hope at least i hope you know maybe some karen out there was laying the smack down on somebody for an xbox one x i don't know the new xbox who knows but we're here today to talk about our experiences in stores and just being employees in general. I'm going to pass it off to you guys first because, you know, pre-recording, I think we can both establish or we can all establish. Amanda has the dub. She secured it for this episode. I also want to hear her perfect question. I secured so, it in the back. No, this is for the other topic, though. Oh, Not the other topic. topic. Yeah. Okay. So we'll save that for later. That's a little nugget for you. But. Amanda, would you like to go first to talk about your experiences as an employee or just in general in a store? So you can comment lead off with on one or the, the other. Uh, comment on the fuck shittery that was oh, your job. I secured the bag with this one, guys. Okay. Story time, you little motherfuckers. Wow. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. I used to work 
at a puppy store and shit was great in the beginning and towards the end it got real <laughs> it got real in the field it did get real in the field don't get me wrong i love me my puppies if anybody knows me i am a a dog addict like some people think if i own my own house i'll have like six dogs but it's like i was there for the babies like my job was to take care of these babies and i did it to a t it's just that when they found out I was leaving. Some coworkers ended up getting very, very cold towards me. Because they got to do the work now, and you were a hard worker. You were a very hard worker in your whatever you do. I only injured. Listen, I have a shoulder and neck injury. I enjoyed this job because I got to play with puppies every day. Because I don't have a dog of my own. Reasons I was leaving was a because I wasn't happy anymore, and I have nothing against anyone there. I left in a very mutual way. I will still go visit them to see them because I love some of the people. Some I didn't. But it's a matter of I continuously injured my shoulder over and over and over again. From so, carrying that store. From Basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically. And I have coworkers that will still text me to be like, oh, my God, I miss you. I wish you didn't leave. Like, it was so much better with you here. And that makes me feel good. Like, I would assume I'm a really good coworker if old coworkers of mine are texting me that. But it's just a matter of, at the same time, too, I needed to grow as a person, as an adult. So I needed somewhere that I could really establish myself in life for when I graduate college. And God forbid, because, you know, some people can't get in their field right away. So God forbid, at least I have secured the bag somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's a scary world post-grad because you assume that you graduate college and you have this degree that you've worked for, whether it be a four-year or two-year degree, and you just expect a job in your field. And that's the cold, hard truth is that's not how it goes. Or you can be like my little cousin and he expects that he's going to come out of college a multimillionaire. I mean, I can hope. I wish I invested that would in be like, nice, Tesla But I told him, I was like, Bryce, check yourself, brother. Yeah, I mean, the reality of post-grad life is it ain't you it. will not have a job for at least, I would say, three to four months if you're lucky. That's like best case scenario. Grant you all these years of your life you're devoting to school. I think you deserve some time off to kind of like... Best case be like, scenario, a month after my brother graduated college, he got a job in his field. Look at that. Like, see, that's a good example. Like, and he's moving on up. Moving yes, sir. On up. Um, I also would like to point out the graduates of this year's class, like of four-year degrees and stuff like that, they're screwed. I mean, grant you, like, we graduated all from a college at some point before COVID. But now that everything's on lockdown, businesses are shutting down, the economy Goodness. sucks, you know, yeah. What what are they going into? Nothing. There's literally nothing. And grant you, if you're a doctor, a nurse, that's in high demand. Mm-hmm. But everything else outside of like you want to be a forensics Friends analyst, scientist. Mm-hmm. scientist. That's what it is. You're getting scientific, Kimmy. You oh, want to be you want to be a psychomologist. Yeah, <laughs> psychomologist. Yeah, no. Um, I do want to be a adolescent psychologist. Um, I still got like a solid like six more years of school like to be very honest (laughs) yeah depending on like the master's program that i do and stuff like that could be one to two years um and then i'm also trying to give myself like um 
years to like get married, have kids, do all that stuff. So like the end goal is by like 40 to be a doctor or like be on the like somewhat on the path, you know? Look at that. The Get Comfy podcast produced doctors confirmed. We already got doctors in this this piece. But um, you know, being an employee, I've never worked. I mean, I guess you can say I worked retail. I worked at this small like um I wouldn't say it's go-karts because go-karts you actually get in. I remember like, this. Yeah, I remember this job. Yep, you they're like remote control cars and they're like on these little circuits that you have to put the cars down. They're I like think they're called RC slots. Cars? Yeah, I think they're called like slot cars. I think that's what they're called. I could be wrong. Um, but this job was so annoying. And grant you, shout out to everybody. If you're listening, the Raceway crew, you guys were the best. I appreciate you guys. But I think if like we ask any of them, they will agree that job sucked primarily because you not only, and I've said this before on the podcast at some point, you have to host these parties for little kids who are brattier than all hell. You have to make sure that they stay on the track and the kids know, like, if they take the turn too fast, the car will fly off the track and you have to reset. That was one aspect of the job. The second aspect of the job was managing this desk where there was a bunch of, like, parts for your cars. You're expected to switch tires if, like, a tire blows out on the track, whatever. That's the real panic, bro. Yeah, it's like, there's my BOCES degree going to work at a RC car place that is out of business for a very long time. Um, anywho, this job required you to do the sales aspect of it. Grant you, you never really got commission off of it, which sucked because in all the years that stores was active for a very long time, they weren't there. They weren't. They didn't sell this one remote control car that was worth over 600 maybe $800. Yeah, and this car is like this big. Muy pequeño, por flavor. See? Uh, uh, you know, Mr. Worldwide here. Shout out to Pitbull. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I know. It happens. But I'm adding in some the one to, to you guys. That's oh, it. Yeah, I need it. Flavor. But, you know... <laughs> You know, this this whole store, it only took me one year, like I would say half a year to sell this car to somebody. And these people come in and they're balling on these parts for these cars. They're getting like $90 motors and like $80 wheels and blah, blah, blah. Like they're balling out. And all of these people assume I know about this sport and I know about this business. And I'm just like, yo, this is just like a job for me to get money on the weekends. Like I need gas in my car. I need food. Yeah. Like, and I just started working there for like maybe a half a year, but I was one of the best not to toot my own horn, but like, yeah, toot toot. I did a lot. Like I hosted parties. I did everything, but it's whenever like customers assumed I knew about these things and like, they expected me to like fix up their cars, even though like they broke them. I'm just like, yo, like, like, relax, okay? Like, it's not that serious. And then there would be people that go into the store, and this is the classic example of working retail, that go into the store like five minutes before the store closes, and they, they and we rent out time on the track, I think it was every half an hour or every hour. So, like, if they come in five minutes before closing, you still have to serve them. Grant you, it depends on the day. 
it depends on the day. The boss would be like, ah, no, get him out. Or yeah, we need the money, might as well. So they would come in. But then there are those people who like are really into the sport. They would stay there till like nine, ten o'clock at night. Just racing cars or in a circle. Grant you NASCAR, whatever. But this ain't NASCAR, honey. This is remote control cars that I would they they used to go fast, but like I would not sit there till nine, ten o'clock of any day to sit there and do that. And you didn't really get paid that well. I'd say my weekly paycheck was forty bucks. Trash. Grant you only work there two days of the week, two days of the week, you know, it adds up minimum wage, blah, blah, blah. And then you also get tips from parties, depending on where people are from. You got a lot of money. So it eh, it kind of balanced out. But the idea of dealing with bratty kids and bratty customers was not worth the the paycheck, so to speak. Um. I did have another job teaching and working at a day camp. I love that job. It is one of my favorite jobs of all time. Um, I have no problem with it at all. It just memories, all good things. So Poco day camp, you are the best. I'm going to pass it off to Kimmy. Now this is going to be interesting because Kimmy, <laughs> Kimmy got a lot to say. I feel bad. Like my, I feel like my story wasn't spicy enough. And then you two got like the real, the real deal stuff. But yeah, Kimmy go right ahead. The floor is yours. So I, uh, last year, right? So 2019, um, I started looking for a new job toward like the beginning of like the regular school year. So if you guys don't know, or if you don't remember, I babysit, right? Like that's, that's my thing. I babysit. I've been babysitting for like forever. Um, going on like almost 11 years now, actually. So I've been raising other people's kids for the last decade. (laughs) Um, But this family that my sister used to babysit, um, they had some friends that needed a new babysitter. So then I was recommended. I went right off the bat. They didn't want to pay me what I was asking. Mind you, they have three kids and uh, I had to, you know, pick up, drop off, do all these things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they weren't, they, they were trying to lowball me. So then we met in the middle, whatever, fine. These people lived in a big ass, like seven bedroom mansion, like not for nothing. Um, they had like five other neighbors, right? Like five other houses that lived in their little cul-de-sac thing. Um, they had, let's see one, I think three Porsches, they had a um, McLaren, and then they had the car that I drove that was their uh, Chev- their Suburban, right? So I was driving the Suburban, and it was a 2019 Suburban. This will be so, around. This will be So, um, yeah. So then the first week was like, okay, um, the kids were like really – anti Kimmy and stuff so whatever fine and but that's that's with all kids you know um and then probably like three weeks in I locked myself in the bathroom and like called my mom and sister hysterically crying because these kids were like a disaster and a mess and a half Amanda like every day I was getting home like I I had I had no specific hours so like I was getting home and that wasn't the deal so the deal was basically like two o'clock to like I think it was like like eight 
or something like that. We've gotten home at almost close to midnight a couple so, times. Yeah, so there were times where, like, I literally wouldn't get home. I would get home between 9.30 and 10.30 at night. So, mind you, I'm a full-time student at that time, too. So, I – my school starts slacking, um, and then around the time I was, like, going to donate my hair – but dealing with all the stress of these kids, after I cut my hair, my hair started falling out Oof. because these kids were so rude. Like, they just were like, no, we don't want anything to do with you. And like, you're this, you're that, like screaming at me, calling me names, like just being like the worst kids that I've ever babysat. And then I would go and tell their parents and their parents wouldn't do anything. It got to the point where like the mom was like, can you not tell me about like, can you not give me like um like don't tell me and i'm like um okay wow. so it's like i wasn't allowed to discipline the kids i wasn't allowed to like do anything i just had to be there i had to cook clean up after the kids or whatever and i'm like no you have two housekeepers that come to your house 6 days a week why am i picking up after your kids fine i'll cook for your kids that's like that's fine like that's a given i'm here but your kids are screaming at me like your oldest daughter's telling calling me names because i don't want to walk her dog Meanwhile, she's sitting on her ass doing absolutely nothing, like, awful. And it got to the point where I lasted, I want to say, like, two and a half months with this family. And yeah. I'm used to staying with families for, like, years on end. Like, I'm with the family I'm with now, I'm about to have a year with them. Mm -hmm. And, yes, I've had my trials and tribulations with my kids, with my boys right now. They're two boys. With the oldest, I've had my issues with him. Um, but it's not as bad or like, as just like ridiculous as like this family was like, it was just awful. And then she wanted me to cook for her husband. And I'm like, no, you're not paying me enough. Like literally what I should have, I was getting treated like a nanny and getting paid what a babysitter gets paid. And it's like, no, yeah. if, yep. you want, if you want me to do X, Y, and Z things for your kids and want me to do X, Y, and Z things in your home then you're paying me upwards of $40, upwards of $50, like mm -hmm. depending on what it is. You got three kids and I have to be in charge of all three kids. Like get out of my face. And then you had to do like eight other different things. Mm -hmm. That stuff annoys me, especially whenever you know they have the money. It's like you have, like you said, you said what? Three Porsches, seven McLaren. McLaren, seven room house or whatever you called it, like a big mansion. Yeah. It's it wasn't like, like a mansion, but it was a big ass house. Oh, a big house. And regardless, it's like, you know, you expect me to do all that, yet you're not going to compensate me as much as, you know, according to what you're asking. Right. And that's where it gets like murky, where it's like, you know, if you're going to ask somebody to do all this, especially to cook, you know, the kids are your kids, but to cook for like a husband or something like that. Yeah. It's like that's not in the job description. Because she baby she didn't cook. You know, you know, I hate to stereotype, but I'm going to right now. Okay? I really am. And if you get offended, if the shoe fucking fits. Mm -hmm. She's one of those she got married. he's ugly. Like he's ugly, doopy, doopy uh -huh. dude. But he works in stocks. So homeboy makes money. He comes from money. Stonks. She, you know, somewhat grew up with some sort of money. So she's she has a business. She has something so that she has something to do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she has three kids and she does not, she, she's burnt out. Her kids were 11. What was it? 11, 10, and like seven or something like that. Yep, she was burnt out. Home girl was burnt out by her kids. Yeah. See like that. You already know the dynamic of that household and it's just weird, but like in general, regardless of like, you know, if it's your, like in your situation, bosses always find a way to kind of weasel in extra things mm-hmm. outside of your job description and that is kind of way over like what you're expecting out of an employee because like you can you have a job description for a reason if you know you're going to ask this person to do x y and z why don't you just tell it like as it is because then whenever you hire the person they're like no nah, i'm not going to do it you should have put it in the job description. Like, Do you remember, Amanda, when they sat me down to give me a list of things? Yep. That list of paper? You they wanted me to throw out the trash at the end of the day. No. I do not throw yeah. out trash at the end of the day. Okay? You have a housekeeper, and you have kids, and you have a husband. Go do your shit. No. Yeah. How dare you? Especially when they have housekeepers. Like, I know it's like first world problems, but like, you, you got a housekeeper. You said they had two? Mm-hmm. So like... Like, what are they doing? What do, what do they do when they come to the house? If they're if they're asking you to clean up and like pick up after the kids and do all that, it's like, then what are you paying those people for? Pay so me extra, and I'll just do the it. Thing. That left before me, uh, she I think she was like this Venezuelan chick or something like that, but she wasn't um, born here, so she immigrated here right from Venezuela. And she ended up quitting because um, the middle child, he would hit her. He would throw stuff at her. He would hit her. And I was like, oh, this little boy throws hands at me. I'm losing my job or I'm getting like I'm going to jail because I'm not I don't do that. Like he would call her stupid and an idiot. And I'm like, "Um, don't talk to me like that. Talk to your mom like that. Talk to everybody else like that. Do not speak to me that way. You are a child. Right. Mm hmm. So this isn't like one of those movies. She was like, because she ended up finding out that she was like three months pregnant, and like he had like like he like he kicked her, and like little homeboy would just when he would like get so angry and like throw a tantrum. Mind you, he's ten years old, turning eleven. He would leave the house. Like he would just leave. He would just walk. Yeah. Like this isn't like in the backyard. This is like straight up. um, He would like he was. They found him like up the road one day. I wasn't working with them yet, but the housekeeper, um, she told me, and I was like, wow, no. This isn't one of those, like, Hallmark movies where it's like, yeah, it's a bad kid, but eventually he comes around. No, this kid is an ungrateful, like, little shit. And that's what sucks. I've dealt with those in the job where I worked at the Raceway, and I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me. If you're going to let that kid out in public, don't you think there should be some sort of, like... No, because they throw money at it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, take the iPad. Right. But you also think about it, too. And come at me, if you will. I really don't care because this is how I feel about certain people. Certain people should not be parents. Mm -hmm. It's like a matter of, okay, I understand the babysitting helps. It does. A lot of people need the babysitter because they're workaholics. My neighbors have a babysitter. They got three kids and they're always working. So that I get. But it's a matter of if the babysitter is coming to you that your child is acting up, and is being disrespectful, and is being rude, and is being this, and being that. Why don't you grow a pair of fucking balls and be a parent? 
Yeah, or I just let, let them handle the discipline right. then if you don't want to do if it. I acted up in a public place. Nope, my dad was not with the shits. If me and my brother acted up, he took us out and took us to the car. Mm-hmm. He's like, hell no, you're not you snatched in the car. I was exactly. Yeah, I it's just at that point, let let the person taking care of the kids discipline them. And that doesn't just apply to like babysitters. That applies to like anybody. Like if there were times where I was working at the raceway and some kid kept purposely like trying to put the car off the track. And then what I did was I turned, you were able to turn down the speed on each track. So what I did was, and this affected the whole party. I turned the speed down for the whole party and everyone was going slow. And the parents were like, Oh, why are the cars going slower? And I'm like, well, the kids don't know how to drive on this track. So we are required to uh, lower the speed because you might damage our cars. Yeah. And then it's like, well, that's what I'm going to do. If you're going to play like that, I'll play right back. But no. some jobs don't let you do that. But it's like, some... I love the parents that are like, oh, not my kid. My kid is perfect. No, you're... And it's usually those kids. No, it's usually those kids. Your kid's a piece of shit. Yeah. It's like, you know, reel them in. Put them on a leash or something. I don't know. Get the little spray bottle and just him. Yeah. I don't know. And some jobs don't let you do that. Some jobs will let you kind of let let it happen. Like um, my teaching job, I'm more permitted to like take, not like purposely take, but like take on whatever's happening, whether it be a bad situation or not, and then relay it to my superiors and then they will take care of it. So it's more or less like them taking the uh, the bullet for me, so to speak versus anybody else and that's what i like about it because one like i can kind of just wash my hands and walk away and then it's their job to uh to handle it that's what i like about it like i need a boss that will support through like these instances because it happens far too much especially with what we're talking about like being an employee of say you just got hired or you know you're you've been there but you know, there's this one person that's always agitating you. Oh, no, that's true. But then again, if you really think about it, no job is really going to be perfect. Like, no. you're always going to have that one coworker or that one boss or maybe multiple coworkers that piss you off. But you just got to go in, do your shit, keep it pushing, and move on to better things when it's the time. That's it. And that's a good note to end on. And, you know, with all that being said, like, if you're in a job you don't like right now, I highly advise you to leave. Ex- yeah. Explore other options. Um, you know, this world is big, it's vast and there are jobs that you really don't know exist. Um, so just keep your mind open. Just also, go, just leave. I always say this thing cause I've been in stores where the people are super rude and super miserable. And me and my friends would always joke and be like, you know, if you don't like your job, just quit. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> yep. But that's how it happens, though. You know, it you kind of get It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, it really do be. But, you know, it it don't be like, you know, I'm trying to this is going to be a bad segue. You know, you do have to tune into our other shows. The Get Comfy Lowdown available every Wednesday morning and then the Get Comfy Game Break. Yeah, I try. Yeah, I started out with a good one, ended with a bad one, but that's how ah, it's okay. Yeah, the Get Comfy Game Break is available every Friday morning, and then of course we got the Get Comfy Gaming stream on Twitch every week. You might as well go check it out because it's pretty fun, if I do say so myself. This 
show, this podcast, goes live every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Podcast Network. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.